after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. Welcome to It's Bravo Bitch with Hollywood Leanne. It's my show. Joining me today in this quarantine lifestyle club thing we got going on, the Zoom lifestyle from Below Deck Season 7, Courtney Skippin. Hey, boo. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I feel like Below Deck was so long ago that you were on. but It was. (laughs) When did it go off? Just earlier this year, right? Uh, End of January, I guess. February. Yeah. Um, How's it been post-Below Deck life? I mean the same like we I didn't really get a chance to experience post below deck life because now we're quarantine life (laughs) it's kind of the same (laughs) oh no well I'm sure social media is way different though isn't it yeah oh my god so if you guys follow Courtney on Instagram you guys are gonna know She is like the queen of reposting all the snarky comments that you guys send her uh if you guys uh, I'm not saying send her anything bad. Please don't do that. But I have an influx. the people that do, she takes it with such like a good attitude and just reposts the hate, which I love. Um, how has social media changed and how do you feel about how it's evolved? I mean, it's obviously evolved for me because it's been like magnified on such a level. Obviously, before I just had my friends on it, so I'm not receiving hate messages. Um, so it was really eye-opening for me, um, which has been like a really good learning experience that I'm like in some ways thankful for because I wouldn't like to be ignorant to what's like happening in that capacity, but, um, it's definitely a lot, but it's toned down since the show stopped airing. Um, well, follow Courtney. It's always entertaining. Uh, we're going to talk about Courtney and her life on Below Tech, but you know, she's here to be a Bravo super fan and comment on the show just like a normal super fan would. She's a huge Bravo uh, fanatic. Your favorite franchise? Um, I mean, Below Deck, duh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've always told people, like, don't sleep on Below Deck. Like, it's, it's so good. always been one of my favorites. Yeah, it's really good. I'm very excited for the med season. Yeah, I had to admit, though, like after your season, it was so traumatic. It was so it was so much. And I felt like I was involved. Like, you know, I, obviously you and I um, are uh, IG friends. So that's why you're on. But it was with me with most of the cast. And, you know, even Ashton came into the studio. It was a lot. I felt very involved and I needed to take a break. Yeah, so it was emotionally draining. I am not watching Below Deck Sailing. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Are you watching that show? I have been watching sporadically. I tried to watch it, but I just felt like I, I, like, because I was on it and it was, like, really overstimulating for me. I needed, like, a little separation. Um, 
I keep trying because there's a lot going on that I feel like I should have insight on just like personally, but I just, yeah, but I it, love, I really like Jenna. She's a sweetie and I chat to her often. Is that the chief stew? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not crazy about her. <laughs> <laughs> People are, I mean, I haven't seen that much how she comes off on the show, but I think from knowing her personally and I met her and Adam when I was in LA at one point and they were both really lovely. So, um, you never know how it's going to be portrayed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we all know Adam from the Below Deck series, Mr. Onion Gate himself. Um, <laughs> I like to start my show with the little thing I like, I like to call gold stars. It's kind of like Wendy's Hot Topics. How you doing? And the first thing I want to talk about is um, Southern Charmed. You know, it was a really heavy topic last episode. And we talked about what was going on with Catherine sending a uh, Black radio host a monkey emoji. Uh, which is completely inappropriate. Uh, Check that episode out if you want to get the full scoop. But I'm here to give you guys actually an update on it. Um, Most of the girls have quit um, on the show. Chelsea has uh, announced she's leaving. Cameron's leaving. Are you a fan of Southern Charm? Um, I did actually watch Southern Charm. Uh, I like it. I like Cameron. I like Naomi and Chelsea. Um, So I don't know. I didn't like the other franchises of it. So I can't imagine not liking it without those same characters. Absolutely. Um, Well, my update is, is that Ashley wanted to jump into the mix, you know, because we were all bashing on Catherine. She wanted to be like, (laughs) I was right. You know, you guys all bashed me for telling the truth. And we're like, first of all, you're, you're, you were with Thomas. So your credibility. absolutely shot and plus like she comes off quite unwell on the show so like you know (laughs) exactly um so her statement is i have been wrongfully accused of having a relationship with the husband of cameron oh wait sorry that's uh rebecca walsh's statement um thomas ravenall jumped in as well Ashley, what I just said is literally what she said in her statement. I almost memorized it. Paraphrasing, obviously, but Thomas jumped into the mix and he tweeted, I don't know if Cameron Wimberly's husband cheated or not, but would would anybody blame him considering her hero in life whom she killed to emulate was that lying gold digging fame whore Patricia Ashwell? I mean, we love Patricia. Oh my God. Patricia is like the best part of Southern Charmed. Right? Going to, going to McDonald's in the Bentley. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, what do you think about the whole Thomas fiasco? I mean, he's trash in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, based on the allegations that have been made about him to like, like him in any capacity. But again, like, I don't know anyone personally. Um, like, I don't even know why he's jumping in. Like for me, like I'm, unless it, directly relates to me which it doesn't directly relate to him at all like why is he he's not on the show anymore like yeah why do you care exactly well uh I want to move on to something a little bit happier Sonia's on worst cooks uh of America really and it's so funny like I personally haven't watched the entire episode but I saw this clip of her cooking um 
obviously like we're in the quarantine zoom lifestyle so like the like we you know we used to put throw up some video some audio youtube is being kind of weird right now so we're just taking precautions so i'm sorry i don't have the clip for you guys but basically she's cooking and i don't know what she does but the whole flames like go up oh i saw a clip of that <laughs> it's so funny i'm like she just almost killed everybody <laughs> so good so definitely check that out. It's so funny. Um, Vanderpump Rules ended last night. My last gold star of the day. Probably the worst ending in a Bravo series I've ever seen. No resolution. Everybody was trash, ex like especially Jax. He had the nerve to say to Lisa Vanderpump's face, this is my show. What? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules, Court? I do actually. And I know we were chatting yesterday. I was like, I only watch like Real Housewives, like two of them. And then I was watching Vanderpump. I was like, oh, also this. <laughs> what did you think about this ending? You know, that last night was the season finale. Didn't it yeah. not feel like a season finale? It didn't. Only at the ending where they like did the weird like fade off and everyone's like walking away. And I was like, is it? What? Is it over? <laughs> where are they going? <laughs> what do you think about Jack's? uh, and his rage and all that. Do you have an opinion on him? Um, I've been criticized on my podcast. If you go to Apple, the reviews literally say it's it favors Tom and Ariana too much. You know, I'm all about supporting the allies. Speaking of, leave a five-star review, please. Get those reviews up. Uh, Court, what do you think about that whole other side of Vanderpump rules when it comes to these cast members and how they act, that, which is like completely embarrassing at sometimes? I know it's a lot uh, like for me it's hard to relate to because I'm not like a full-time person on a reality show and I understand that part of that deal is like fully letting all of your emotions out and really expressing yourself in all the ways so that is a good show for everyone so I understand that like I try to be a little less judgmental on that behavior because it's partially accelerated because of the situation I hope so but it's for the cameras you feel like a little bit not for the cameras I'm not saying it's like dramatized but I mean it's just like maybe where you would let something pass you know that it's your job to let people know what you're thinking and feeling and let other people in on the entire situation so you sort of have to get involved in things that maybe you wouldn't if you're just joining us now we have Courtney Skibben from Below Deck this is going to be a really interesting show I can already feel the dynamic uh it's going to be great just because this is a whole different perspective Courtney has been on Bravo she's been in front of these cameras she's been in front of the producers you know that kind of provoke and ask questions and get those emotions out of you so it's going to be really interesting to just kind of hear your take on all the franchises all the franchises that we're going to cover tonight so I like that. Um, let's uh, end on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, the reunion part two happened. I'm covering that on After Buzz's after show. So definitely check that out. But it didn't feel as good as the first one. Definitely the mute thing is really funny. Andy Cohen has just spoke out publicly about it and said that he really wanted to make this reunion iconic because we're all going through we're all going through this quarantine together. So he really wanted to just make it worth it for everybody. And I think the ladies really delivered. It was so funny. I'm not happy about Nini walking off. And um, I feel like Andy basically alluded that it's kind of in Nini's court right now if she wants to come back. He says he still loves her and he's still cool with her. But obviously everybody was like, why are you walking away? We're in the midst of talking about something super important. Atlanta fan? No. I've seen maybe like, I've seen maybe like one episode. 
Okay, uh, definitely one of the ones that put Bravo on the map. It really accelerated everything. Um, you know, there's some trailblazers in the Bravo world, and a couple of them come from the Atlanta franchises. So uh, don't sleep on it, Core. Definitely check it out during this quarantine break. I know. Um, let's get into a little bit of what happened on Below Deck before we talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of New York tonight. Um, my favorite thing that like started my love for you was the seafood tower extravaganza thing. I'm a brunch <laughs> person. I live here in LA, so I'm all about the seafood tower extravaganzas. I am I hope you had one after Below Deck ended. Did you ever get your seafood I, extravaganza? I absolutely did. <laughs> and it wasn't by chef, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot his name. What was his name? Kevin. Kevin! <laughs> Oh my God, why did we have to see him naked on Instagram a couple months later? I'm like, what are you doing? Why was, when was he naked on Instagram? A couple weeks before the show ended. He was like on top of a mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too much. <laughs> so you know what? All the boys unfollowed me. They were like, we are so over you. Um, the only one who kind of didn't really unfollow me and kind of stayed on was Brian, which was kind of like, you're on screen, boo. Have you guys had any communication since the show has ended? No. Has he tried to reach out to you? Uh, no. And I he's blocked on all avenues. So unless he figures out my email, don't give it to him. I know you have it, so I'll know where he got it. Absolutely. <laughs> that I have never. Um, I, I kind of want to play like Mary F. Kill with the Below Deck boys. Oh, no. No. But, but have it like you hooked up with Brian, so it would be like, does it, it doesn't really make sense though, right? I'm who, really... would you, who would you marry? Kat and Lee. <laughs> you know, you can marry Kate if you want. <laughs> oh, Kate's not one of the boys though. I would definitely marry Kate. Yeah, I mean, we're we're very non-exclusive here at It's Bravo, bitch. We're on the spectrum, <laughs> so you could say anybody, girl. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, we went through a lot with The Last Below Deck. You know, there was a lot of um, macho showcasing and a lot of, you know, d- definitely like a gender divide. And uh, this was kind of big. Like, a lot of people really weren't on the boys' side. It was definitely... Um, like a boys club situation and the, we were just not having it as viewers. How would you feel about Ashton returning to TV? Um, I don't know. Like it doesn't. Uh... You think it was big enough to harp on or it's like, you know, whatever. He was an asshole. We could move on from it. Or if, or if, or is it kind of like, I don't think he should come back to TV. Honestly. I don't okay. Know. Here are my thoughts. Like, as far as, like, canceling someone entirely, I don't really think that that's productive. I think that the way that we learn um, is through making mistakes. So, like, everyone individually obviously made mistakes throughout the season, um, specifically probably some of the deck crew. So that sort of has to be acknowledged in order to move forward and do better because my problem uh, with the show is that there's, like, one point however many million people watching, and a lot of people look up to it. Like, there's 10 and... 12 year olds that watch the show and see that sort of behavior and if you're defending that behavior and 
letting everyone know that it's okay, then that becomes normalized. And I just didn't, I wouldn't like to see that be the influence that they have on television. Yeah, I mean, you guys, it wasn't like Bravo's shade that were like, oh, let's get mad at him for like, you know, yelling at Riley. Like, no, like there was some serious things that happened that traumatized me. Like, you can't like, you know, push yourself up on a girl and kiss her forcibly like more than one time. Um, the drunken rages and like, I don't know, like as a gay man, I grew up with that kind of fear of the straight macho guy freaking out and beating you up kind of thing. So I don't know, to me, it was triggering. I didn't really like that. So I had a lot of of opinions about it, but I am not about the cancel culture. Like I really don't like that kind of involvement with the audience that we've gotten to. Um, I just don't think it's that fun to be a celebrity anymore because there's so much of a microscope on you at all times. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, like, have you, dealt with that kind of aspect with you know being on the reality show the whole microscope thing tell me about that kind of aspect um I don't know it's tricky people like largely liked me for the latter part of the season for the first few episodes like literally not one person liked me (laughs) so that was a lot but um I don't know I think that the way that people approach especially from a secondhand perspective as someone that's only viewing the situation knowing that it's edited and that you don't really know the person um, they come at it from like a really one-sided perspective like they make really definite statements about people like they see a scenario and instead of realizing those parts of you that you might even have within you like everyone is multifaceted but you see the one facet of the person and you say you are this yeah and I I have trouble with that, like propose questions, have discussions like that from an anthropological perspective, like reality TV is so interesting in that way. So we should be using that to learn about like how we view other people rather than just like make one-sided arguments and and waste our time. We're not learning anything. Absolutely. And I feel like when it came to you, there was a lot of judgment on how a woman should act and respond when it came to your relationship on Below Deck. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Because I was like a what the F kind of person when it came to Yeah, that was really eye-opening for me because um, sort of, I guess throughout my life, that hasn't really been a major player in my life. I think I've been quite lucky to surround myself with people who really respect me and treat me as equal. And not that I haven't been aware that that's a reality for a lot of people and like prevalent in the world, but it just never... It, it like it hits different when it affects you personally and then you see it coming at you from all angles and you're like this like and it's just like amplified all of a sudden you're like and then you start to see it sort of more easily like maybe I was unaware of it and it was still happening people so. were literally telling you how to respond oh and how to behave in every capacity like smile don't smile dance don't dance like flirt with Brian don't flirt with Brian like sit down while you're ironing like do your work but like just everything that I did like was dictated by someone else and it was crazy I definitely felt that from you and I definitely saw that on the show um and I see your dms like not see them but you know what you post and yeah people are ridiculous um you know when it came to Brian too he was in the same boat as Ashton but not as like harshly 
Um, I would like to see the best for the below deck boys. I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression. You know, we're not here to take people down, especially in over here in my corner and the people that I work for and the people that I work with. We're not in that kind of capacity. What we are here to do though is showcase light on stuff that people would normally cover up or you know show light into the darkness so to speak we like to keep it real in that um, aspect anything that you want to say that people are kind of um you know in the dark about or something that you want to clear up anything that you want to say about the castmates or the last season that you haven't not really um I don't know. I think the only problem that like the biggest disconnect between the issues I think that the women and the men were having on the show is that the women were expressing the way that the behavior made them feel. And especially from my point of view, I really tried to do it in a way that was um, as level-headed as possible without making like attacks at people. I was explaining behavior so that they could understand how it makes someone else feel and that they can learn and grow from that so that in the future they can do better and that wasn't that isn't a personal attack that's just me observing behavior that I think is like problematic yeah and that's like what I do that with myself I do that in my own life like every human should be doing that so it's weird for me to see someone and I know it's a natural defense mechanism mechanism to just like get the boxing gloves on and, and want to defend yourself as a person but you know your behavior isn't really always about who you are as a person sometimes you just make mistakes and you or you're unaware so I was trying to make uh -huh. everyone aware we have to grow. We got to grow yeah. these days, especially on a reality show. We love to see a full circle moment. If you've listened to my podcast for a while or a little bit, I say those words a lot. Full circle. Yeah. We're storytellers. At the end of the day, we're storytellers and we want to see a story. And it's our job to play that story out. Um, would you go back to Below Deck? Would you go back on Bravo? for the right price. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been approached by Bravo to come back or not at the moment? No, not at the moment. <clears throat> I think with everything going on, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but we wish you nothing but the best and we hope to see you on TV again. You're one of our favorites between the Seafood Tower and, you know, just kind of like the RBF. You know, I'm accused of the resting bitch face and just the yeah. attitude that you gave off. It was all authentic and truthful and natural reactions. And we appreciate that. We love that. Um, so <laughs> kudos on that. Um, we have a date for Beverly Hills. You guys, Brandy is going to come back on June 17th. Um, I know we've all been kind of expecting this huge drama on Beverly Hills and it's coming, but it's coming at a slow pace. So um, we're five episodes in. Andy says that around the 10th episode is when the drama is really going to come in. So I don't know. Um, let's talk about Beverly Hills. Are you watching? I am watching. What do you think about the new girls? Garcelle. I like Garcelle. I, we haven't seen that much from her yet. And also she's like new in the cast. But I also am like, why are, like, why are you on a Bravo show? Like, you, I feel like you have enough going on. Like you're, yeah. you're living well and now you're like, everyone's yelling at you all of a sudden on Housewives. Like, you don't need this in your life. And like a huge star. Yeah. I'm like, you're doing okay. I specifically remember being little and watching 
my older brother watched the Jamie Foxx show and talk about Garcelle being like really gorgeous. And I remember seeing her and I'm a huge coming to America fan. So I like Garcelle. I think she's great. Um, in this episode, you guys are going to see tonight. Um, also, I just want to say this. I'm sorry. I haven't really been covering Beverly Hills and New York like that. Cause I know that I'm my shows on a Wednesday, but I'm really going to start trying to put a lot more effort into covering uh, Beverly Hills and New York, just because those, to our uh, the people's favorites and New York is my favorite, but just timing wise, by the time Wednesday comes around, like we're getting ready for the new episode of Beverly uh, for of New York tomorrow. But um, I'm still going to talk about what's going to happen in the episode tonight and the little past things. So um, tonight we're going to see that Garcelle's ex-husband is actually white, which was interesting to me. I didn't really know. So I mean, I just I like to mix the flavor in the coffee. So I like I I like to see that. So. Um, she uh, is celebrating her boy's birthday. She talks about sex in front of them. It was very awkward. Um, and then she, it just like, you know, she showcased her relationship with her ex-husband. He's allowed to pop up whenever. They have joint custody, but they have a really good relationship. He pops up on Thanksgiving. Um, and I just couldn't help but think, that guy cheated and she sent an email to his entire company letting them know what he did. Did you hear about this? Yeah. What did you think about that clip that I sent you about Garcelle and her ex-husband? And uh, would you like to see more of that dynamic in that family? Yeah, I mean, I, I lo- I'm loving learning more about her. And I, I sort of love that she did that because we're not really seeing that like fire from her yet on the show, like maybe in tiny doses. But I like love that she just went full psycho and did that because I live for that. <laughs> But um, also that she was talking about like having her kids not find out about like what went down. I'm like, he sent like a company-wide email <laughs> that got published. And, and I think like his family was included in the email too, like friends and family, like she sent it to everyone that she knew. Um, yeah, she did say that and the boys are old enough to Google and the, the boys are old enough to understand when the show comes out, they're going to watch it. Yeah, of course, and they're on it. <laughs> sometimes people do that. Like, I don't know, you're, you were on a reality show. Do you feel like Sometimes you would say things that were so obvious that, I don't know, like, I feel like those kind of moments are for the camera. What do you think about that kind of perspective? No, I mean, I'm sure producers, like, will ask you questions, so maybe they asked her about it. Like, she probably might not have been pressed for it, but, like, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe, and she's meeting new people, so it might have come up organically as well. Yeah. Um, all the housewives and Bravo shows are obviously filmed differently and there's people on different stuff. I've seen, um, you know, cause I've, I, I live here in Los Angeles and, you know, I'm an actor. So that means I work in restaurants as well. <laughs> and I've seen so many Bravo shows, housewives being filmed in front of me, the farmhouse, uh, season finale last on, on Beverly Hills, the season finale, when they were all fighting at that restaurant and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Camille was bringing up all the Dorit's problems. I was there that night working in that oh, restaurant. It. it was amazing. I, I talked to Lisa Renna, which was cool, but yeah, they all looked exhausted uh, up close, definitely, but they're all beautiful. But the point is, um, they made them walk in several times. So I got to see that sort of filming, but then I got busy myself. So I didn't really get to see um when they were really going at it I just heard it and and saw commotion and stuff but obviously I've seen them intervene and say you know walk in again so I don't know what I'm getting at is do they ever intervene in the middle of you guys 
having a conversation like, no, reword it or say that differently. Does that ever happen? No, but I mean, that's probably potentially exclusive to Below Deck because we're working. Like we can't have people Mm. stopping us from doing our job because we still, and especially for the deckhands, it's like a pretty important job and there's safety involved. So they can't, unless there's like downtime, they can come talk to us. I mean, about other things, but like they're not interrupting. It's all really organic and natural. I would have been so, have you seen me trying to like freaking sell body lotion on Instagram? Like I can't act. <laughs> I love it. Um, tonight we're going to see uh, Dorit. Um, you know, the whole Buca de Peppo thing. I was just dying. I'm like, you are Dorit and then du- Buca. I mean, it just doesn't, but I'm all here for it. And it's in the valley. I was dying. Tonight, you're going to see that, um, you know, she can't really compete with the pump franchise. She's decorating a room inside of the restaurant. Uh, That's going to be really interesting. She's going to debut a, like, six-foot ponytail. Um, uh, We saw that last episode, actually. But tonight, what you're going to see is that PK thinks that everything is still okay with him and Lisa Vanderpump and, and Ken. And it's like... Are you listening to yourself? You're still throwing shade. You're still no. throwing shade. Whose side are you on? Lisa Vanderpump or Dorit? I mean, I love Lisa. So. <laughs> Lisa or Kyle? Um, I don't know. I honestly, like, I don't love Kyle. Everyone loves Kyle. Not that I dislike anyone. Yeah. I don't know them personally. But like, I, don't, I just don't feel like I connect to Kyle. And people like really love her. No, I feel like there's a good divide down the middle haven't you ever seen the hashtag vile kyle like people hate her oh no i feel like this season people hate her but i thought before she she was like the people's housewife yeah um she is definitely the people's queen i always say if you're gonna be the queen like act like it definitely don't break down and cry every five seconds that's what i don't yeah. like about kyle we could literally drown in a river of her tears i know that's she gets a little part. like it gets a little childish sometimes exactly um I feel like, you know, we love a psychic. Every time a psychic comes on, epic things happen. The last time we had a psychic on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I mean, the vape, Allison Dubois, he'll never emotionally fulfill you to Kyle. Um, I love a psychic. And we see one tonight, you guys. We see one tonight. Lisa and Erica are wearing the same outfit which has never happened. Um, what do you think about Sutton? I like her. I don't know. I feel kind of bad for her. I feel like she's just this like lost puppy and everyone's like yelling at her and she doesn't like belong. <laughs> yeah, no, I like her. I think she's totally misunderstood. So she's perfect for the housewives. She speaks her mind. So she's perfect for the housewives. She's messy. She's fashionable. I like her. I think she's the perfect storm for it. And I like that she's a little bit kooky. Like, like I'm going to flip out. I'm going to flip out. Because this this gay guy is going to be there that we did like an app thing and it fell through. Lisa Renna's makeup artist. I'm like, honey, this is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We're not trying to see you fight with some gay guy over a freaking app. You need to fight with the women. Whoop Dorit's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you think about uh, the whole psychics coming in and everything? Because 
from what we see in the clip I sent to you, it feels very just based on Zodiac. Like, oh, an Aquarius is very secretive. I mean, an Aquarius is very like gregarious and out there and stuff. But with the Scorpio moon rising, Scorpios are very, very secretive. So like, Denise, you're very secretive. And I'm like, this is all based on Zodiac signs, obviously. From what you just said and then lisa Rinda's like "Ooh, denise you're hiding something i'm like this is gonna be good <laughs> what do you think about this whole thing and do you love a psychic <laughs> i do but i mean that wasn't really like you said much of a psychic like we, we can read that like in the new york times about denise like we don't need him like i want you to read like her coffee grinds for me that's what i need from you i need like intimate details that she didn't even know about herself Exactly. Um, this is the same guy that was on uh, Orange County and was like, Brooks doesn't have cancer. I just don't see the cancer. I just don't see it. It looks just like him. It might not be him, but I think it's him. If it's him, let me know in the comments. You guys were having like a little issue with YouTube. So the show's not live today. But if you're watching, thank you so much for the support. Please leave a comment and say, hey, I watched at two, but you weren't here, but I did watch, um, and I love you, and I will write back. I love the support you guys always give us. You know, I'm all about the engagement, and I really appreciate you guys sending me uh, DMs and sources and reacting to what I post. I love it all, and I love you guys. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating now. Give us a review. I'll shout you out on the next show. Um, We're really trying to just grow the channel and grow its Bravo Bitch, and with those reviews, it'll really, really help. Um, and I got Courtney skipping on with me. Um, any last things about Beverly Hills? Oh, I don't know. What are you expecting to see this season? Like, what do you want to see? Because Beverly Hills, people have had issues with it the last couple of years. It's been very lackluster. So mm-hmm. this season, we're expecting a lot, especially with Brandy. Do you have any comments on that? Like, are you a Brandy fan? And do you think she's going to come in and make the season worthwhile? Yeah, I don't know that much about her, to be honest, because I'm sort of like newish to Housewives. They live yell a little bit too much for me and it gives me anxiety. But um, <laughs> I like I think Brandy's really interesting and she would definitely bring like what I love about New York Housewives is that they're like completely insane. And they full like do they just go pedal to the metal on that insanity? Like Sonia with the corn, like stealing corn in the in the maze. Like you're like, are you it was insane. So, so we're not really getting that as much from Housewives. They're having like very entry level arguments and it's like a little bit boring. So I hope that we can like get a little something a little juicier. I think what Courtney's trying to say is let's have fun again. Can we make America fun again, please? Um, <laughs> let's transition right into New York City. You know, my favorite franchise. Um, I'm on the New York After Show on Fridays. Check that out as well. I'm a busy bee over here. Um, so follow me at Hollywood Leon on Instagram to check out all the other stuff that I'm doing, not just It's Bravo Bitch. Um, Leah Mob, the new one, the new cast member on Real Houses of New York City. What do you think about Leah bringing the flavor? I really season? like her. Yeah. I like her a lot. I think she's a nice addition. Um, and she's like very level-headed and like relatable, which I love. I mean, in some, in some ways. <laughs> I know Luann comes in and is like, oh, your apartment is nice. 
<laughs> oh, well, that coffee table's too small, darling. We can't eat on that. I'm like, oh my God. You should have known the countess was going to come over. You should have put some fresh flowers out or something because you know she's going to read you. <laughs> just like clear the coffee table at least. Like she she cleared like a small corner. I was like, here. I'm like, there is room, but there's it's got like cold medication on it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like we could have cleaned up a tiny bit because, you know, the countess historically, if we look back, you know, she's going to come in and go, oh, interesting. Um, you know, to quote Nene Leakes, oh, honey, a white refrigerator. Oh, honey. Oh, we got to find you a home. Let's go. So <laughs> let's talk about this. Uh, so New York City, are you one that you watched for a long time? I know you said you love it because they have fun, but have you been watching from the beginning or are you newish to New York as well? New York is probably my favorite franchise. So I have like, I'm again, I'm kind of annoying. I'm like a background TV watcher. So I'll do other things and then forget what happened. Um, now that I've been on a Bravo show, I definitely pay a little more attention because I'm more invested in like the process, but I have watched other seasons, just not like with full attention. Yeah. Well, um, the reason I was saying that is because I want to know what your favorite Bravo moment on New York City has been so far. Oh, God. I couldn't tell you like on this season or of all time or just in general. Yeah. Do you have a, or do you have a favorite Bravo moment in general? Like, you know what? It's not even New York. Like my favorite thing has been like Andy Cohen or, you know, or something. I don't know. What has been your favorite thing about Bravo? I have really bad memory recall. Like if you <laughs> ask me, if you ask me what book I'm reading, I'm like, I don't know. Like I just put it down and I won't know. You're like, let me go to my nightstand and uh, pick it up and I'll tell you. I have to. Well, Dorinda's kind of unhappy this season. Um, as we see, I feel like she's doing everything she can to like be happy. You know, she's like, maybe I'll walk by my old apartment. Maybe I'll go eat at the old restaurant that me and Richard used to go eat at. Or maybe I'll renovate the Berkshires because she had a flood. So she's gutting up the 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 Bluestone Manor and she broke up with John, but she's still unhappy. Like she's on Tinsley's jock in a way where we're all like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, get off her jock. Um, they went completely ham at the cornfield, screaming at each other. Your gum lasts longer than my relationship. And then ten, and then Dorinda turned it all around and broke down about Richard and said that we don't know how much she's been through and everything. Sonia's like, my husband died. So it's like, I don't know, like how long are we gonna do the excuse for Richard? She's unhappy and she's lashing out thoughts yeah it's a lot she seems really unhappy and it, I feel like she's like there's been things that she's maybe like buried a little bit and now they're like all coming to fruition on this season so it's a lot she seems very angry she does and I'm here for Tinsley like I really didn't appreciate her for a long time but I feel like now that she's leaving I'm like I'm here for your departure being like just full and like you know I the what I've loved about her the most has been her non-communication like her out in the cornfield screaming I know so good <laughs> I feel like sometimes we all need to go to a cornfield and scream you know? wouldn't you love to yes <laughs> it would feel great <laughs> um did you watch New York when Bethany was on it I did I liked Bethany do you think we need her or do you think the ladies are doing fine without Bethany doing fine to be honest I feel like a while ago we needed Bethany but I feel like this season 
everyone's like holding their own really well. And I, I love Mar- Ramona. So. Oh my God. Ramona is just, she's a monster, but she's our monster. Does that make Truly, sense? It does. She's crazy. Um, who would you want to hang out with? Would you want to hang out with Ramona? No. Leah? No. I would hang out with Leah. <laughs> I feel like Ramona would be like backhanding, complimenting me. Like I don't like I wouldn't show up with like some Louboutins or anything. I'd show up with some Chucks. I mean, they'd be clean, but I'm not gonna. Sh- I don't know. I just. I don't know. Ramona has a daughter though, so maybe. She'd be nice. I don't know. I just feel like there's a there's like an East Coast vibe to me that I'm just I don't know. I'm a West Coast person, so I can't describe it in like, or I can't articulate it, but it's like a vibe when I go to the East Coast. I'm like, this is just so East Coast. I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? Like I'm a West Coast is the best coast kind of guy. You know what I mean? Um, Do you prefer LA or New York? I, well, my first time as an adult in LA was when we did interviews for below deck so I didn't really see a whole lot of it and then my first time in New York was actually when we did the reunion so hard to say I didn't love LA to be honest (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so when you went out it was strictly for work so you were probably just like ubering to all these interview places and not really enjoying everything yeah I mean I went to Malibu a couple days because you know I love to lounge so we had like some went to Nobu I went and had some truffle pasta lay in the sun like Malibu farm that's very like that's very me so LA to go to Nobu (laughs) (laughs) so is that where you had your seafood extravaganza that's a expensive ass no (laughs) um any boys that have kind of like hit you up because of the show do you feel like you've gotten more attention in that kind of way and you feel like you have more options now where are you at in your love life? Oh, absolutely not. I don't think men really watch Bravo that much. I don't know, maybe Below Deck more, but I think the men on the show would be more likely to receive. And may, I don't know, maybe they have different, I'm not likely to get a DM from someone that's a complete stranger and want to get to know them. Yeah, but but have you gotten any kind of DMs like that? Come on, you have. Not really. I mean, like, but ones that you wouldn't even really validate with, like, acknowledgement. Or something. They're either, like, really, really weird or, like, or really weird. Like, they're, <laughs> it's like, I love you, but it's not, like, you're not like, oh, okay, perfect, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just works more for men that way. I'm sure, like, you know, the boys, they're like, oh, yeah, I like these DMs. These DMs. Yeah are nice I I mean I've had the boys say that on my show not just below but all kind of boys but I've also had girls on my show say yeah yeah I I met my boyfriend on Instagram you know like actually Hannah from below deck was on my show and she's like I asked her the same question about social media and she's like well I met my boyfriend my Australian boyfriend that I'm very in love with now and I think she's still with him. So I don't know. We're going to see Below Deck. It comes back June 1st. Uh, June, June 1st. little inside. <laughs> Are you going to watch Below Deck this season coming up? I am. I'm quite excited for it. I've heard gonna... some things. Oh. <laughs> you heard. Spill it I with I can't us. tell you. 
Can you give us anything? No, nothing. Just that it's going to be really exciting. Ah, nothing? <laughs> Any Bravo stars? I can't tell you anything. <laughs> Have you met Hannah before? I haven't met Hannah, but I chatted to her briefly um, on just on Instagram. And she's from Sydney, where I go quite often. So I was planning on maybe seeing her when I was, I was there over Christmas, but she was away over Christmas. And I was going to maybe meet her for a drink, but I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Where exactly are you? I'm in Vancouver at home. I love it. Can you yeah. give us a little shot of your yard? Oh, there's like, I'm on the balcony right now and it's like deeply gray out as always. Oh, there we go. That's like classic Vancouver weather. Yeah, I love, love, love um, that kind of gloomy weather. I love uh, Seattle and uh, I really want to go to uh, Toronto. I really want to go to um, um, Montreal. I really want to go to Vancouver. So I'm going to make the trek out there eventually. Are you only in the summer? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I am not about the cold. Like I'm from California, like 50 degrees and I'm freezing and like, oh, maybe we should go outside. So um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Are you working on anything that you'd like to promote or plug for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. Okay, a lot of stuff sent to you on Instagram. How's that no, been? I'm quite pleased about it. Yeah, that's it's like, like my only benefit from below deck. <laughs> I got like four dollars cool? and some free bathing suits. <laughs> People send you like cool things to wear and all that jazz. Yeah, I like I've gotten some nice clothes, some bathing suits, lots of nice skincare, which is good because we love some skincare. Very essential for me. Yes, protect the skin. Um, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we had a great time. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Hollywood Leanne. Uh, check out the podcast Instagram as well. It's Bravo Bitch. You know, I'm posting some memes on there. You know, let me know what you want to see on there. It's kind of weird with the podcast Instagram. I try to post video clips and I know you guys love those. Um, but also I need the views to go up. So share, share the show from the uh, After Buzz link. I really appreciate that. Courtney, where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Not much. You can just find me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, at Courtney Skippon. I love it. Um, we will see you guys next Wednesday. We're going to have Pet Shop Boy next Wednesday, who is a fabulous uh, Bravo Instagrammer, uh, totally cute, from New York. He's going to come on and give us all the tea. He's had interviews with... Uh, Leah and Jennifer Iden from New Jersey. Do you watch New Jersey? <laughs> She's Sorry. like, I'm on Bravo. I don't watch Bravo that much. I'm on it. <laughs> well, we've been having a lot of binging marathons on Bravo. So maybe we'll get a below deck one and then it'll all start all over again. Then everyone will yell at me in the DMs again. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens as soon as starts everything starts re-airing people start seeing it for the first time or they get triggered again so if that happens make sure to come back and tell us all about it because we love those messy moments <laughs> <laughs> sounds great all right guys we'll see you guys next week bye after buzzers
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.